Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the latest edition of the Team Building Podcast. I am Matt Johnson. We've got a couple of special guests here with us. Jeff is not able to uh, to join us right and now. He may be able to join us about halfway through the episode. We'll see. Um, but we've got uh, Jeremy Jenks and Scott Tremblay from the Tremblay Group, and we're going to go really deep with them into, into terms of what kind of team they've built, how they run it, and what really is their competitive advantage in the marketplace, and more importantly, how that competitive advantage is reinforced on a daily and weekly basis with their team so that the agents are actually translating that into action. And it's not just something that lives on a core values document or something that's up on the wall or something that somebody never sees and pays attention to. Cause that's, um, one of the challenges that we see, you know, encountering any type of person that runs a team, whether it's real estate or not, is that trying to get other people, trying to get things done through other people uh, and getting them to think and make decisions like you do, right? So we're going to dive really deep into that. Well, let's start with, uh, with just introducing the guys and we'll kind of recap where they're at, what their team looks like. So first of all, Scott, welcome. Thank you, sir. So glad to be here as usual. Yeah, absolutely. And so you guys were on Real Estate Uncensored. So if anybody maybe missed that episode, they can go back and, and hear really the journey of how you guys got to be, uh, you know, where you're at today and, and how you guys know each other. Uh, and then Jeremy, just wanted to welcome you real quick as well. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us again. Yep. So I'm excited about this one because we're going to go deeper into some things that we covered. So if, guys, if you go to the episode where they were on as guests on Real Estate Uncensored, you can hear a little bit more of the background. But let's, Scott, uh, just give me a quick recap on what your team looks like right now. And then I'll have Jeremy kind of give a little bit, just a bit of insight into the, uh, the background details on that. So Scott, what is, what is kind of the team structure and what are your and Jeremy's roles? Yeah, perfect. So Jeremy and I are partners. Um, I'm basically the CEO. He's the, you know, the VP of sales. Jeremy, um, I do a lot of the, the infrastructure, the recruiting, uh, all the systems in place, the models, um, really vetting out different procedures and processes, marketing, lead gen, this, that, and the other, and making sure we get all of our, all of our ducks in a row. Jeremy right now is handling a lot of the listings and buyers. He's actually on the, uh, in the team selling, so with Jeremy, we have 13, uh, we just hired our 13th agent. So we have 13 um, sales executives. We have three client care specialists, which uh, they are ISAs. We call them client care specialists. We have a uh, one transaction coordinator, so a closing coordinator, um, a marketing director. We have a full-time blogger and writer for us. Uh, we have a virtual assistant that helps out on the transaction side. And, um, then we have an admin lady that actually does some work for us around the office and this, that, and the other also assists Jeremy in some of his, uh, you know, daily tasks. So, um, that's the structure, man. Very cool. And the eye popping number for any, anybody that's listening and didn't catch your previous interview, um, on the, the other podcast was, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong on the numbers or if this has changed, but you guys essentially did 40 million in volume in the first 12 months of this partnership, right? We did. We did. We actually, uh, so the goal was 40. We ended up, well, I think at 38, five. Um, so that's exactly where our final numbers ended up, but that's exactly what we did on the first 12 months. It was cool because, uh, before we started the company, the first number I threw out there was 150 transactions. 
just below 40, but I ramped that up to about 190. So we ended up at 175 at 38.5. Nice. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. And, and Jeremy, real quick, obviously you're still knee deep in, in the daily activities of the business, but you're doing some other roles as well. So kind of share a little bit about what your, your daily or weekly routine is in terms of kind of bridging that gap between being a partner on the team and still being knee deep in the business. <laughs> um, well, uh, my alarm goes off at four 30 and I hit the gym and hit the, you know, try and take my daughter to school and I get to the office. First thing I do in the morning to get everything set up, I run a role play meeting. And I think this play, I want to mention that just cause it plays into the, um, the culture and everything that, that we've built and what we're building. Um, and so then I am uh, basically prospecting the first few hours of my day. Um, I am, uh, and then going on appointments in the afternoon and then just trying to, trying to pick up the pieces and then fit everything else in where it, where it may fall. So I'm, I'm actively selling. And I think it, um, gives Scott and I a unique perspective because one of us is, uh, you know, full-time leading and one of us is full-time selling and we can connect the, the dots on where things might be. You know what I mean? Like when we're building out the systems and the different things that we're kind of doing, it gives us uh, a kind of unique perspective. So, yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, Scott, it's obviously you've been, you've been in that role. So it's not like you don't know what it's like, but yeah, you get, you get removed from it a little bit. And then sometimes you'll build a system that has some key steps and, and some requirements from people that they're going, uh, I don't know about that piece of it. And you're going, what's, what's the big deal? Like, come on, yeah. let's, let's get your act together. And well, so yes, do this, yeah. that person if, if something's not happening, we'll find out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine question. Scott, Scott informs you very quickly when things are not working. <laughs> Anyway. All right. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about kind of the culture part of it a little bit and, and take me a little bit deeper, Scott, into, into kind of your concept of leadership and why that is kind of what you've decided to build your team around in terms of, uh, not, not just in terms of like how you relate to the agents, but even in terms of how you teach the agents to relate to clients and how that translates into, a difference in how your agents relate with their clients and, and give them better service. So where did that kind of come from? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's really the, um, I mean, that's the foundation of everything we do. Right. And Matt, where it came from was just being in the industry uh, for, this is my, this is 19, I think went on 20 years. Right. But about 15 years ago, I've always been, um, I've always, uh, always hated to finish second. Right been very, very competitive, been a leader in everything that I've done. And about 15 years ago, I really just started <clears throat> studying leadership, but also while studying leadership and being in the real estate business, what I realized is, is very few organizations, and this is outside of real estate as well, but very few organizations actually lead I and mean, actually have leaders. They, they, they talk about having leaders, but they end up having managers and they just kind of manage processes but they're not really building into their people and leading their people down a direction that can make them more powerful and really just start achieving goals that uh, maybe they wanted to do, but just never thought was achievable. So in doing that, um, our culture is, is the most important thing. It's built around accountability. As Jeremy said, you know, we do the role playing uh, four days a week at eight o'clock in the morning, eight, 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 20. Um, we, we have, we have structures that we're the first agents in on both of our teams. We have two teams. Um, the first couple agents get the, um, get the first couple leads of the day, but we train and I meet with the agents. I meet with everybody on the team once a week, you know, for 30 minutes. And then we have a powerful sales training meeting on Wednesday. And a lot of it, Matt is built around, it's truly built around leadership. 
It's built around accountability, but it's built around building a powerful mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And in doing okay. so, it's it's what you find out there is one of our models for our agent is is the agent that's just started or been in the business for about three years. And they're in the business. They actually have a desire to do something, but they're just kind of chasing their tail, right? Right. They're just at the end of the week, you ask them, how was the week? They're busy as can be with no results. And so what they find is, is I, I use a term all the time. It's called just basically, it's very simple. It's slowing it down on the front end. will speed up the back end. And so if they slow it down on the front end, right. And truly dive in and understand their clients by asking a lot of questions and using those two ears they haven't listened. Right. They become great leaders of the process and the clients are very excited about talking because everybody likes to talk about themselves and their situation. They, the clients actually think they're leading whenever you're actually leading because you're gaining all this valuable information and you just spend a little bit more time on the front end. And now once you do it, you, you've all of a sudden been the one that truly cares. You're more interested than interesting, right? Right. They, they see yourself as someone that's serving and consulting. And then the back end is a high level of trust. And now they're going, you know, say, for example, they're working with Jeremy. They're like, after Jeremy's digging in and truly understanding this client, knowing everything about their wants, needs, desires, their big why, they're looking at Jeremy going, Jeremy, what do I do? Right. What's yeah. the solution? And so now we just lead them, lead them to that. And what I found with all of our agents is, um, they're, we're starting to pull in more agents from other organizations mm-hmm. because they have no sales lead. They have no sales training. They have no sales leadership. They have no model for success. They have yeah. no coaching, no training. They have no structure. And uh, let me tell you something. The, the lives that are changing this organization, they come in. I had an agent come in yesterday and she was like, I tell everybody about you guys. My entire life has changed. I'm much more powerful. I don't live in the I hope things happen anymore or what if. I yeah. own, I own every one of my clients, um, you know, relationships. I own, I own my business and, uh, you know, my life's changing and I feel, and not to mention, it makes them feel very, very strong as individuals and they start getting up earlier. They're more healthy. They're working out in the mornings. They're here at the office earlier and the whole, the whole culture starts building. And then on top of that, we, we as a company decide that we are going to bring value to each other every single day. So we will not have anybody in our organization that doesn't have a mindset of serving and helping the one right next to them or right or left. Right. They, I want them all to have all of their cell phones in in their phones, the cell phone numbers, and they can call our agents and have it. They also all have accountability partners, right? Every, every, every agent, every team member on the team has another team. Okay. Yeah. And that's based on business getting up early appointment setting, their workout plans. They're, really? they're, yeah. They're checking in with each other to just become, look, at the end of the day, we're in this thing to, uh, you know, to live and to live abundantly. And, um, it's not just the work side, but we know this, if they're living a powerful life, they're going to have a powerful business and back and forth. So it's our culture is, uh, it's just second to none in the industry. I just know it. I've, I've been around it so long and, I, and I've trained and seen all the things that work and don't work. Um, so we, uh, it's, we spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I think I said in the last podcast, um, Jeremy mentioned um, at first, he was like, Scott, he goes, man, you talk a lot about mindset, you know, and uh, about two months in, he's like, man, now I know why, right? <laughs> you know, because, okay. and let me tell you something, this is a tough business. If it was easy, everybody be doing it. 
but you've got to come from a position of help. You got to have that serving heart, but you got to be strong. If you show any kind of weakness, other agents will step on your throat. They'll walk all over you. Clients, a lot of clients you work with are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. They need, clients need somebody where they know the buck stops with you. You can help them make a good decision. And if they, if they see weakness in you, they'll move on. You know, so it's very, very powerful to have agents that believe in themselves and believe in the servant and, uh, and actually you're being coached and trained and driven to that level of success, uh, you know, each and every week. And so we, it's consistency, Matt, you know, the deal it's, you have to stay the course. You can't just go to it one week and then get back to it two months later, you know? Yeah. So we stay the course every single week, you know, and uh, the result mm-hmm. results are, um, I mean, I got an agent, this is her seventh, um, this is her seventh month. And, uh, she, she was a CPA, you know, uh, well, she was, yeah, of a, of a bank. And, and this is her seventh month and she's going to sell eight or nine homes this month. And in her first seven months, she'll be at about 30 homes, 31, 32 homes, yes. first seven months ever selling. Yeah. Anything. Right. That's insane. That coming yeah. out of that background. Oh yeah. Insane. Yeah. Just a number yeah. cruncher, you know, she's all about spreadsheets yeah. and this, that, and the other. So she keeping her, like her mindset, just simplifying it. But that tenacity that she had, we had a meeting um, two weeks ago, or I think it was last week on tenacity, right? Mm-hmm. And what that looks like. So um, yeah, it's very, it, culture is extremely important. The powerful mindset, but stay in the course every week. And here's the other thing. The other thing is they know that we are here for them and we believe in them and the support is there. So it isn't just a, it isn't just a, you know, what's a, what's a, it's not just a sales pitch you throw at them. I mean, it's real. Like we really care if something goes wrong with somebody's family, we reach out, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they know that, uh, you know, my door is open. They can call me anytime. Jeremy's as well. And, uh, we're always just shopping that stall, you know, so it's just that important. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're not, you're not asking for a one-sided sacrifice where you're asking for them to sacrifice for the team and then you don't sacrifice back. It's right. yeah, it's, it goes both ways, but Jeremy, I want to get back to you for a second. And I'm curious. Um, well, I'm curious what you're, what your role, how that manifests in two ways. Number one, your accountability partner, do you have one on the team or is it Scott? Number one. And then <laughs> people looking when, when you say that, like that you're available in addition to Scott, what does that look like? And what types of, you know, calls and, and help are you giving to the agents you personally versus Scott? Um, yeah, you can guess who my accountability partner is, right? <laughs> the meeting, we went around the room and everybody was choosing their partners and rah, rah, rah. And I was like, I know who mine is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my, my availability, um, I mean, that's a little bit of a challenge just because of the number of appointments that I'm going on and prospecting in the morning, obviously, you know, everybody talks about in the industry, how you've got to have, it's got to be so committed that, you know, your wife calls and the house is on fire. You tell her to call the fire department. You know, that's the, <laughs> that's the big joke. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really focusing in on that time and trying to be more committed. So my main availability to them is when I'm in between appointments, you know, we will call, we will text. Um, they're starting to sell more of my listings and there's more interaction and kind of just little coachable moments that are going on that way. Um, and then the role play meeting. So I, I, I lead the role play meeting every morning from eight to eight twenty, And, um, you know, we're, we're learning how to best serve our clients and, and be professionals and be on the phones and, and just, you know, serve people as best we can, but it's digging deep and, and figuring things out. Um, we're role playing objections and, and everything else. So, um, 
I mean, that's, that's where most of, of the, the coachable moments come out, um, where I'm working with people. So. Okay. Scott, let's a quick question for you. So the, the, the agent one-on-one meetings, give me and kind of an outline and how much of that is very tactical and, and just reinforcing the consistency of the numbers and the activity that they're doing versus yeah. mindset, you know, life coaching essentially where it's more of the, just the, the mindset stuff. Yeah. Great question. So as you can imagine, it does vary from agent to agent, but mm-hmm. we'll always talk about their next top five prospects that in the, within the month that they're working on okay. where they, you know, where they stand with them. What's the next step? You know, are they with one of our lenders? Do we have the proof of funds? Are you getting in the way of moving this forward? Okay. Or are they holding it up? What's holding it up? What if anything's will get in the way of them purchasing? Okay. You know, how soon are you getting back together with them? What's your last communication? And um, what's it going to take to get in front of them one more time and write that purchase agreement? Right. So there's an accountability on the number side, you know, and obviously we, we go over and of course we go over anything that, you know, hasn't worked out for them and how to bring a solution. But then it's also the mindset side too, just to see what's going on in their life, to check in, right. To see what's in. I'm always asking them, you know, what kind of, there's three questions, you know, what do we start doing? What do we stop doing? And what do we continue doing? So what are we doing really, really good that we can, we need to keep doing? What are we just really, really floundering on that we just need to actually stop doing? Does that make any sense? And then is there anything that we could start doing in our business that would make better sense to make it more efficient? So lots of times that comes out whenever we walk through some clients of theirs and they realize they missed a step or two or a client was kind of leading them down a road that was just um, just a big waste of time. Um, And then some of them, you know, most of the agents that are at the top tier, they're just really, really, really spot on in terms of what the next steps are, moving the process forward, having all the financials for their clients, and um, you know, nothing's really getting in the way. And then some, sometimes when you find an agent too struggling, you can always, if you dig into it, you can always find out there's something probably going on personal that they're not owning up to. Right. That uh, we're just an authentic organization, so we keep it very, very real, and we'll. You know, I'm telling you, there's one-on-ones where there's tears, right? Because we're bringing out the emotions in, in terms of, you know, let's, let's go ahead. We talk about just remove, removing the rearview mirror, right? I mean, we can't right. change what's happened, but we can certainly be powerful going forward, learn from it, and move on. So it's a, it's a give and take. It's a numbers, but it's also uh, it's a mindset. And um, here's, what's a, here's a good number for it. This will be the first month. We've been, we've been trucking um, this year around 26 to 30 deals. This will be the first month in our company that will break 40 plus transactions uh, in, in May. So we've, um, and I was telling Jeremy, by the time we get to May, June, we're going to turn the corner and it's all, it's a lot to do with accountability structure, but the mindset of the agents and getting more powerful. Um, and we won't look back once we hit that 40 plus number, then it's just going to be, you know, our next goal will be hitting 50, but, um, but it's, it's, it's coming. Okay. All right. Lots, lots of questions, lots of roads we could go down. Um, I want to quickly touch on, and you guys can tell me who's best equipped or, or would like to answer this question, but here, here's my real question for, for the, the consuming, the consumer public, right? So you want to be able to present some sort of competitive advantage that makes you better and or different than whatever other agent is in town. So if you're, if you're competing on leadership, how do you articulate that so that the client understands exactly what they're getting? And it's not just fluff. It's not just an attempt to cover up the fact that you're no different than other agents, right? So how do you articulate something like that to them? So Scott, Jeremy, who would like to answer that? I'll take it. 
let me give you my, my best shot. Um, so what I do is I, I, I tell a little story in every one of my listing presentations and it's the story of why we started the business and very simply just tell everybody that, um, in, in Ori County where we are, there's 4,000 real estate agents and less than 400 of them are full time. And, uh, I had uh, enough real estate experience going into this to realize that it was a, um, it was the wild west. I mean, it was a bit of a mess. A <laughs> um, lot of, a lot of agents that just get a license and hang it and, and are kind of looking to be half retired and that sort of thing. And so, you know, if I'm meeting with somebody who's, who's an expired and they've had a bad, um, they've had a bad situation in the past, that little two second story usually strikes a chord and we, we can, they can start sharing things with me. Um, cause it's, it's very true. So then what I do is I transition into how Scott and I spend our time building in the agents, how we, um, you know, we coach everybody to have prequal letters before they get in the car, hire agency agreements, um, you know, lead the process. I'll even go through, um, you know, some of, sometimes if, if they're into it, like a, there was one, one specific listing presentation where I won the deal because she asked me, she was in sales and she said, so how do you do that? How do you train them or, or how do you coach somebody to buy a house? And I had the answer to it, you know, and I, I went through the process of, um, you know, how we would coach somebody to show their home with her. And, um, I mean, that was it, you know, where do I sign? <laughs> so, so that I, I, I say that I go into that. So I, I use that story. I mean, there are, there's some great agents in Myrtle beach. It there, there, I mean, you guys know some of them. Mm-hmm. There's also, there's just a lot of agents. Um, right. And so we're trying to wake it up and wake up to them uh, how different we are than maybe their friend or neighbor that, um, you know, hasn't really had much training and that sort of thing. So, so, um, anyway, so Scott, does, that, I, does that resonate? Like I, I can see how telling a story definitely makes more of an emotional impact. How, how do you, do you think that's the best way to convey? Does that articulate like what the team stands for to a client? You know, it's great. And uh, I'll share Jeremy's um, experience, I think, in the last day or two on a listing presentation, this is one thing that, um, you know, we're in the, we're in the world of... Uh, I'm, I'm the guinea pig for everything. You catch it? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see a pattern, yeah. You see how it's working? Yeah, yeah. We'll keep yeah. going that direction. Okay, right? it's working. Yeah, yeah, keep doing it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, we're in the, uh, we're in the um, you know, electronic world, right? We're in the review world, right? I go yeah. buy a health product. I mean, I'm all about health and fitness, this, that, and the other. I go buy a health product. I check out right? The reviews. I mean, you know, what are other people saying about it? And, um, great reviews. There's more chance that I'm going to push, I'm gonna push the green button go. Yeah. So Jeremy's in a listing presentation yesterday and, um, or the day before and, uh, in one of our, um, communities that we work on, you know, dominating. And the lady says, well, so-and-so is the, uh, is the number one, you know, seller in this, uh, in this market, you know, in this, uh, in this community. And, uh, and Jeremy's like, oh, okay, really? And so, he says, well, let's just check out and see if that's really the case and goes to Zillow. Right. And the guy's got very few reviews and no recent sales. Right. So then here we are with 340 reviews, you know, and 170 recent sales. And so it's like, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, do the math. Which one of these would you rather work with? Somebody that's actually producing and, and really is, or somebody that's telling you but th- that they are, but I'm not real quite sure if they are or not. And so that was a no brainer. They were signing and they were like, yeah, it looks like to me, you guys really know what you're doing. So I share that story because reviews do matter and folks like to work with a company that's highly reviewed. And right now we're kind of, 
we're top three in the uh, in the Grand Strand area in just 14 months. I think um, you know one or two. We're we're, we're right there, and uh, folks love that story. And then it's like the agents can go, well, let's just check out and see what all of our clients are saying about us. Right. And so the, so what's really cool is the client goes, well, gosh, the fact that they actually want to do that is huge. And then you can just go read a couple of reviews with them. And they're like, wow, it seems like to me, you actually know what you're doing and people are really enjoying working with you. So maybe I'll give it a shot where most other agents, one, aren't even taking that step. Two, aren't putting value in their reviews. And then three, don't have the confidence and gumption to actually go do it. You know? We, we also yeah. shoot review videos, Matt, um, that we've done. Our uh, marketing director will do that with different clients, and we use those. Because I, I, I forget sometimes we're talking to team leaders, right? So, yeah. you know, what Scott's saying, the profiles uh, are, have been very, very important. And that was an example of how I used it to my advantage in that situation. Um, profiles, review videos. Um, I, think, I think that's that's a great way to also communicate it to kind of the public, um, you know, the story I was telling and the story that I tell is, is my one-on-one story in the listing presentation. So maybe that's, that's a little bit for, from agent to team leader, if that helps everybody. I don't know. Okay. That makes sense. And, and Scott, from the team leader's perspective, obviously every, every team leader or broker listening to this, uh, would love to have, you know, several hundred reviews. Um, but yeah. how do you build the culture? How do you ingrain that so that the agents are aware of it and keep in mind and ask at the right times, uh, so that you have a, you know, put yourself in position to get there. Oh, all the reviews. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that essentially what you're asking agents to do is you're asking them to, to change their behavior, right? It's yeah. not natural, right? That's right. Yeah. You're asking them to do something consistently that they don't get and they don't see the immediate benefit of it. At least they don't, unless you're running like contests where there's a tangible prize. So yeah. that's, we could go down that road too, but yeah. How do you, how do you instill that, that level of behavior change when it's not something they would love to ordinarily do and they don't see any type of instant gratification results from it? So another great question. You're full of great questions. I love it. Um, you did hit one of the, um, the points, but here's what we do. So first of all, you also teach the agents how on the front end of the relationship to tell Mr. and Mrs. Smith, say, here's my number one goal. My number one goal is to bring you five-star service from this moment right here until we close and beyond. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's my number one goal. And while I do that, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, one thing that I'm going to ask for you is once we get down that road and find a solution for you and bring you that five-star service, I'm just going to ask you if you would give me a wonderful five-star review. Does that sound fair enough? And, uh, and, and just like you're nodding your head, everybody wants five-star service. I mean, if I tell you I'm going to bring you five-star service, you're like, sure, that sounds like a great plan. Yep. So starting the conversation, not at the very end, but starting it and being a part. So during the process, they're also asking them, how are we doing? Right. Which is huge. But so that's one way. And that gets it into, and also role play in how that works. That gets it in their conversations, but we track it every week with our appointments and sales and total sales and also reviews. We did run a contest for the first one to 25 plus reviews or more one month. So we ran a contest and there was a bonus at the end of the month to get that. Nice. We, we also, Matt is hitting your point. We also have a, our marketing director has put a plan in place now too, that where, and you'll, you'll love this. And, and those that are watching should love it is because you, you hit the nail on the head. Every agent is so transaction focused that they forget they're working right in their business, but they never work on it. Yep. Right. They never work on it. 
So we got So we have actually, as a company, running a contest that where if they, every review they get each week, their name goes into the hat. Uh, whenever they get a video shot with their customer, their name goes into the hat. If they have a blog written about one of their listings, a blog written about one of their customers, just a photo, just a photo with one of their customers, a sold photo. Every time they do that, their name goes into the hat. Now this is kind of cool. At the end of the month, whoever wins, they get the first, because you know we have the client care specialist and we're, you know, we're, we're getting in touch with everybody within a minute. We generate about a thousand leads a month. The very first two customers, like June 1, that come in at $200,000 or more, they get that customer. You know, so they have an incentive to work on the business, which is also a fruitful and financial incentive when they win. So we, we've, every agent likes to win. Of course, they like more business. And so we share with them, while you're working on your business, it's going to allow you to build more business. And we're going to, let, we're going to do that with you. And uh, so they're very excited about that contest. So I'm going to go back to the consistent word. We do not just mention it one time. I mean, Jeremy will tell you, we talk about reviews every single week and we have different ways of bringing it up, different ways of role playing, different incentives there. We make it a part of our culture, if that makes sense. Focus goes, energy flows. See this with. What was, what was that, Jeremy? Where your focus goes, energy flows, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and going back to the uh, the consistency thing, Scott. So I I see this with everyone from from teams to I mean people that pastor churches. Um, yes. You you as a leader, you're responsible for coming up with kind of the message, right? Whatever you yes. feel like your people need at that at that particular time. If the if the leader himself or herself is scattered and has a different message every week, nothing gets done. 100%. You know, so Scott, how do you keep yourself focused? Are you referring back to kind of a set of core values and, and kind of working from that? Or is it, is it just, does that, is that kind of ingrained in who you are? Or how do you make sure that you're consistent with your message? So they're hearing the same things over and over. And it's not this week, it's this thing. And then the next week it's off on some other tangent. The next week is going to be something different after that, where you kind of build up that resistance to the message because people yeah. know it's inconsistent. Like how do you avoid that leadership trap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's a great question. I mean, part of it's probably instilled in me. A lot of, a lot of it I've actually learned and um, studied and what have you. But one thing that's really, really, really important is, yeah, consistency is huge. And the powerful leadership message and mindset message and accountability message to themselves and their business, that's ingrained in everything that we do and every message that we, that we uh, present every single Wednesday. And so I, I make sure that, um, you know, obviously I prepare, you know, a, a few days in advance all the time for that Wednesday meeting, but I make sure that every one of our meetings is parlaying off of the other all the time. And, and mm-hmm. I literally, I'll always bring in for the most part, I always bring in a motivational short video too, that'll wrap the message up quite tightly before we even go. So the energy level is really, really high. Okay. And then we just, but we do, we, we will stick to the core values and the core values is as iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're doing that with our, we're doing that with our clients, with our individuals, but we, we stay the course on selling. We stay the course on leadership. We actually stay the course on overcoming any kind of weak mindset we have or insecurities we have. Uh, we are, we are a no excuse organization. We will not mean we, we do not want anybody coming up because we, we, we constantly, you know, in this business, 
we got a crazy head up here, right? Everybody stays in their crazy head, makes all these crazy stories. And next thing you know, they made up all these stories and they get nothing done. Right. right? So, so we just continuously stay, we stay the course on sales, right? So we're always training sales. We're always training the fact that your relationships matter, which means your reviews matter, right? And you want you to, we want you to build your business while working on your transactions as well. And every single week, we're moving something forward in terms of how to get stronger in sales. And I will literally design it lots of times based off of where we ended up the week before and where there might be any hesitancy and what their, in what their mindsets are, as mm-hmm. well as, this is what's kind of cool, my client care specialists are really dialed into our agents too. So they meet one-on-one for 15 minutes every week with our individual agents. I meet with the client cares and train them twice a week. So I'm always also diving into all of our agents through our client cares to see if I'm missing anything and are we stuck anywhere? And it's, it's, it's very, and Jeremy will tell you, it's very enlightening because they're so good now and so dialed into our team that there's a lot of learning going on there. And I'll bring some of those into our meeting. Like this past week, we had a, uh, top 10 client care, best takeaways meeting, which means the best practices of everything they're learning through working with the agents and clients. And it was, it blew everybody away. You really? know? So, um, well, yeah. Well, top one or two takeaways from that. Oh my goodness. So, um, it just double tap is number one. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <What's> so, <laughs> double call. Yeah. You want to explain it or. Oh yeah. You mean you call, they don't, they don't answer, hang up, yep. call back and back. Call back yep. same number. And then yes. follow up with a text. Yeah. Like immediately. And that's by far, I mean, you're talking to these guys are handling, you know, hundreds of phone calls a day and they're just seeing, they're just seeing what works. So mm. yeah, it was a good meeting. Yeah. So here's the thing, Matt. So let me tell you, if your phone rings, right. And it's a family member and you didn't answer and they call you right back. What are you thinking? Emergency. Yeah. There you go. Family member. Yeah. 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 So it's, so, so you can imagine our value, right? So we're, all, we're always talking about bringing value to our relationships and clients we work with and I always tell them, look, the way you would serve your best friend, your mother, your father, right? Your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband, serve your clients that way. If they, would, if they called you twice, you know, would you pick up? So clients think the same way. There's, there's a number calling in, coming in second time. Something's going on here. I got to answer it. Right. And it's amazing. It actually, and, and then, you know, following up with a text, right? But this getting, and, and it's interesting, people get in the business of sales, and they're afraid of the phone, you know? So we just work. So we, we, you know, we knock on that barrier quickly, but, um, so don't hide behind an email. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go back to, in the few minutes that we have left, there's a couple of things I want to just recap and make sure I understood correctly. So you're meeting with every agent 30 minutes a week, mm-hmm. the ISAs, the client care specialists are actually meeting with the agents themselves 15 yeah. minutes a week. They have a 15 minute accountability meeting with them. Just just um, running through their clients and making sure that there's um, we call it double confirmation, which means they're in, they're now in communication with the, um, with the client. They're moving, you know, they have a set appointment now to meet with them in person and uh, they hadn't missed any steps. So this is a little, little 15 minute accountability meeting. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then you're meeting with the ISAs twice a week as a, as a group, right? Yeah. So I meet with them okay. and we actually train on uh, Mondays and Thursdays. Nice. All right. So in, uh, let's recap with this. So what does, you talked about, you know, recruiting that you're starting to draw people from other companies because of the lack of this type of training, this type of leadership. So to an agent coming into your organization, what does that look like for them? What is their daily and weekly 
rhythm look like if they just follow the system? Yeah. You want to take it, Jeremy? You want to take it? Yeah, I got it. They, um, you know, they come in, we, we want them all there. We, we try and get everybody there for 8am role play. Uh, by 8.20, we're done. By 8.30, we're on the phones. Um, they're going to spend a couple hours doing their lead generation and lead follow-up. Uh, and then really appointments in the afternoon. Um, that's the plan. The people that we're seeing, of course, that are the most successful are the ones that are putting the most time into the system because we're built out a phenomenal system uh, where I honestly believe anybody can be successful. And so, you know, you mentioned recruiting. Uh, where my mind always goes with it, what's happening is our current age. So, so what do they look like when they come in the door? Uh, they kind of look like this, like, Oh my gosh, this is so different. I mean, we just had somebody go through it and, and it's just watching her face in the role play meetings and then watching all the light bulbs going off. And then this Wednesday saying, um, help me here. But it was along the lines of like, I just am so happy. I found this place. I didn't know any of this existed. And I mean, that's just, when you hear that as a, um, I mean, that's what Scott and I've been are really focused on, on trying to build. So, so that's kind of what their, their daily schedule, that's what we coach them towards. That's what they look like when they come in the front door. And then as they're walking around town and they're doing deals, they're doing more deals. We're interacting with more agents. I'm have a lot of listings and I'm, you know, having conversations with uh, other buyers agents. Um, that question starts coming up or they start telling their friends about, um, you know, how their life has changed. And so I think our recruiting is really, I mean, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, but the interviews you're getting, the recruiting we're doing, I mean, it's, it's just building organically. There isn't anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's one it's, main thing we're doing, right? No, it's very organic yeah. right now, yeah. but we are, we're starting just like Jeremy said, to touch base with agents that we actually do business with. Um, but you know, one of the, your, your biggest recruiters are the ones that are with you, right? And their lives are changing. Yeah. And so like every week I let them know too. bring me somebody else that wants to change their life. Um, and it's happening. I've got a lady that here's an, here's a prime example of um, what happens in the industry. This lady, um, and, uh, she came through our attorney, right? So I'm always letting them know too. tell me the agents you're working with. He gives me a call and says, Scott, there's this really special lady. Um, I think she needs your help. And uh, I said, well, you know, put me in front of her. And so he gave me the number, got in front of her. And so she literally got her license uh, first of the year, went with the company about 90 days ago or so. On her license, had this wonderful conversation with the broker owner. 90 days later, I hadn't even talked to him. She has sold one deal. She said she had no clue what she was doing there. And hopefully she served her clients correctly. Right? But she, was, she had... No system. She was getting a few leads, no CRMs, no models, no coaching, no training, no structure, no team, nobody run anything off of. And she was like, but she's got a DI personality, man. Let me tell you something. Her disc profile is, is set up to crush it in sales. So here she is like, ah, I want, she's like jumping through the phone and jumping through like, I want some help. I want to crush this, but what do I do? So we sat down, she met with me and she was like, oh my God, you know, this is a whole new world. I didn't know that this could be, this could happen in real estate. So of course, um, I told her, I said, look, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, I gave her some numbers of uh, folks on our team. I said, I want you to call any of them. This was Monday. This was last, oh, today's Friday. This was actually this Monday. I said, I want you to, so I didn't tell her come aboard yet. I said, just sound like to me, you would be a great fit, but we're, I'm not hiring you right this minute. Call folks on my team and I want you to call me on Wednesday 
and you sell me on how bad you want to be here. And uh, of course she called me Tuesday at lunch and said, Oh my God, I can't even, I can't, I can't even sleep. Right. I've already talked to, I mean, she talked to my agents. I said, what did they say? She says, well, I'll put it to you this simple. She said, it's amazing. And your life will change. Your business will be unbelievable, but your whole life will change. And of course we're excited to have her. She's starting next Tuesday. You know, so that's, that's it. Awesome. Hey, one other thing too, that, that I will say you'll, you'll get this too. And those watching will get it. There's always a fine line in terms of bringing major value, major support, really, really caring, great leadership and accountability. Right. Okay. Because one thing we do discuss all the time on the sales floor is you have to stay out of the friend zone when it comes to working with clients. You got to be professional, respectful, build great rapport, but you got to always move things forward. And it's the same thing with an organization. I love, love, love the folks that are with the organization, but there's got to be a high level of respect and there's got to be accountability, right? And here's, here's what you'll appreciate. We're a sales organization. We're not just a brokerage. Our agents have to sell three homes or more a month to continue getting leads. Sure. If they do not sell three homes or 600,000 in volume, one or the other, a month, their leads will be cut off until they catch up doing that. And when I say catch up, I mean catch up. Like if they sold two homes, then mm -hmm. once they sold their third, the following, like one to catch up for the three, the following month, they would get their leads turned back on, but they still have to sell three in the next month. So yeah. we can't, they will not get behind. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you something. It's a whole, it's a whole different level when they realize these guys are for real. I mean, they're all about sales. They give us the model. They give us the, the structure to do it, but we got to sell something. It's important. Well, I would love to go all day on this, but sadly we have to shut things down because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, this is awesome. I've been taking a, a ton of notes just for myself. Um, so guys, let me, um, let's, let's close with this. Uh, how do people, how do people reach out and, and learn more about you guys and connect with you if they're actually in your local area? Yeah. So I'll give mine and Jeremy can give us his. So the tremblygroup.com is our website, but you can get me at Scott at the tremblygroup.com. And then my cell number would be the best, which is 843-455-6636. And look, I would love to talk to anybody that's even thinking about making a change or if they need any help with anything, I'd love to love to serve them for sure. Very, very cool. Jeremy, how about you? Uh, Jeremy. J-E-R-E-M-Y at the tremblygroup.com and it's 843-638-3002. Awesome. Yeah. One of the, one of the key things that I took away that uh, we didn't get a lot of time to dive into it, but I've, I've been thinking a lot about it just over the last few months was the, the, the lateral accountability, right? So you've set up kind of a system where it's not just like all the leadership isn't coming down from on high and you're the, you know, you're bringing down the tablets and, and dictating what needs to be done. You're setting up a system where yes, you're holding them accountable, but you yourself are being held accountable. Right. And yes. then they're holding each other accountable. So you've got ISAs holding agents accountable, agents holding ISAs accountable, yeah. agents partnering with each other. There's a lot of like lateral leadership and accountability going on, which is where I feel like, um, that, that is something that uh, AA is great at that. For example, you've got like the sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the leader of the group. It's someone yeah. else within the group that is a leader or someone that yeah. wants to help. Right. And they're partnering up with those people. I know it sounds horrible, but AA is great at initiating behavior. Without change. Question. 
Yeah. You know yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir. Life change. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the secret to success in, in real estate, like teams is, can you initiate behavior change? Yeah. Right. So if you look at the structures that are really good at that, whether it's Alcoholics Anonymous or whether it's churches and things like that, they have figured out the system as much as, as possible for helping people change their own behavior. Yes. So that's, yeah. And so what you guys have done, I like what you guys are doing just in an overall sense, but I love the idea of lateral accountability. And if there's anything you can take away from this, even if, I mean, out of all the things that I've taken away, it would be to look at your team and look at how you can install that kind of just one-on-one -on -one accountability. It has nothing to do with you as the team leader. That's right. Hey, yeah, one, last, one last little thing on that. You'll, um, you're, cause you're nailing it. And of course, you know, our motto is developing the most trusted leaders in the industry in the real estate mm -hmm. industry. But just here, here's a prime example. So I'm meeting one-on-one -on -one with one of our agents. Incredible. She's like a little powerhouse, but let's face it. All the little powerhouses, they got some ups and downs too. Right. And so oh, I yeah. said, here's the, I said, here's what I want you to do. And then of course I've got, um, our, uh, one of our client care specialists, I actually call her little rock star. Like if she introduced herself to you, Matt, right now, she would introduce herself as little rock star. So I, told, <laughs> I mean, she's incredible. Um, and, and Jeremy Taylor, they, they crush it. But I told this young lady, the sales executive, I said, look, here's the thing. If you have a down moment and you feel a little weak one day, I want you to immediately pick up the phone and call little rock star. I want you to have a five minute power up conversation period. I said, I, I said, write it down. And so then I went and told little rockstar, I said, I've already told, I've told this lady to give you a call. And she goes, I'm all in. She can call me anytime. I said, day or night. And she loved it. She goes, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I said, cause let me tell you something. Little rockstar believes in you like nobody else. So do we, and I want you to believe in her, but it's all about us bringing value to each other. And you have so much power inside of you that there is no reason why you shouldn't be one of the number one buyer's agents in our market today. You've got everything inside of you. So if you have any moment of weakness, you call her a five minute power up discussion. And she's like, that's it. You know, so that's, that's, that, that's a lot of accountability. Yeah. One, yeah. one last little nugget there for your team leaders. There's three ways to change somebody to, to, to get behavior change, right? You change the environment, you change their education, you change their experience. And so if you can educate people and you can focus on the environment and they start selling deals, that's obviously going to get them the experience you know, those are the two areas to focus on. That's, that sums up everything we've talked about for the last 45 minutes for the team leaders. That's you know, focus on their education and focus on creating an environment where they want to be there and they have to be accountable. That's it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Incredible awesome. guys. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, guys, if you, if you enjoyed this content, anyone that's, that's, uh, watching or listening guys, just make sure you subscribe to the show, uh, YouTube, iTunes, or Stitcher. I mean, these are the, these guys, these types of guys like Scott and Jeremy are the level of people that I have the privilege of, of chatting with on the show. And obviously, uh, you've got Jeff Cohn and our, our guys in leadership in, in our own team back in Omaha that are often on the show, masterminding with us. Unfortunately, Jeff couldn't be with us today, but, uh, guys, if you like this content, make sure to subscribe and keep up with the show because these conversations are incredible. And this is the kind of stuff that usually only goes down either in mastermind sessions or outside of, you know, Boomtown Unite or whatever, uh, you hang out in the hallways talking about this stuff with, uh, with other, other leaders and group leaders and brokers and stuff like that. So, uh, these conversations are, are insanely helpful, insanely valuable. So make sure that you stay up with them guys. We really appreciate it. And, uh, thanks everybody for, uh, for joining us today.